Okay. Uh, here we are. Uh, Nicole, how are you? So, and welcome to I'm the show. I'm doing well. Thank oh, you. Thank and, you so much. I know, and I know this is uh, this is your baby. This is the show you thought of, and I'm co-hosting it with you. And uh, I know that uh, you couldn't be on last week, but you're on this week. And, and I know, you, did you have a great Thanksgiving? I'm assuming you did. Uh, we all eat a lot in Thanksgiving. Did you have a wonderful Thanksgiving? I did. I did. We had a really good time. We were able to go to two houses to eat, which meant I didn't have to cook. So I was very happy nice. about that. <laughs> so yeah, it was nice. very, very that. good. Oh, very nice. I love that. So, um, and I know that uh, you've had a lot going on, and um, you've got a great show tonight. So share with us what you want to talk about and share, because you like helping people, and this is this is a great show topic. I do, I do, and thank you once again for allowing me this platform. And just a few minutes ago, I was saying, you know, um, thank you for allowing me to take my next step um, w- through this through this platform. And it's kind of a circle of life because um, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, but I'm stepping back into my comfort zone. And what I mean by that is, years, many moons ago, when I was in college, I had my own radio show. And here we are again doing it um, digitally, but still, you know, using radio and um, voice and sound uh, to be able to communicate to the masses. So thank you. Um, Tonight I wanted to talk to people about, uh, like you said, my baby. Um, It's my movement, if you will, is called Healing Through Experiences. And how that came about, I've been on this long journey, and Cherie has been with me uh, every step of the way, pretty much to finding what my purpose is. And a lot of times we don't know what that is. You know, we know we're supposed to be doing something, but we're in this, you know, the the mess of everyday life just trying to make it or doing other things, and we're unsure of that part that we're supposed to play in this world. And my epiphany came after being let go from a job for 10 years, which was super devastating. Um, first time in my life ever being fired, if you will, um, from a job that I really liked and I was doing really well. And I woke up, but I also, but I also knew in that time of the, at the end, something was happening. I was very scared. I was anxious. I was waking up in the middle of the night or not going to sleep. I was dreading going to work, and I was trying to figure it out, and I was praying. Maybe I wasn't praying the correct way, but I was praying, like, you know, help me. What am I supposed to do? I need to pay my bills. I need to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do. And the day that they let me go was very devastating, but the morning after I woke up and I said, literally, I don't have to deal with their S-H-I-T anymore. Um, and I sat in my bed. I literally, that I will never, ever forget that day. And I felt this calm that came over me. And I got up. I put on my running shoes. I went out to the water by where I was in Florida. And I just started running and crying and laughing and thinking, looking at the water. And I just started praying. And I said, what do I do now? What, what do you want me to do, God? I'm, I'm, I'm open to hearing. I'm open to receiving. And there was a couple of iterations happening, and I kept getting this experience thing. And I'm like, okay, experience, okay, what do we do with this? And I'm walking, and I'm smelling the flowers. I'm literally doing all of these things. And 
the phrase healing through experiences came to me. And I said, okay, then that's what we're going to do. Because I had to realize in that moment I was actually starting my own healing journey because of my experience that I've never had before. It was very scary. I felt alone. I felt embarrassed, even though at the time I had nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, but it was it was an awakening for me. And it just little by little, I've come to where we are today. And the millions of steps that I had to take and forward and backward because we are human, so we're going to backstep, we're going to, you know, procrastinate, we're going to not pay attention, I was able to, one, uh, deal with myself, face myself, and what I mean by that is I literally stared in the mirror at myself. I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, you need to deal with yourself. So stare in the mirror at yourself for five minutes and really, really look at yourself. And that's what I started to do. I started to, you know, be by myself and do things by myself. Um, I played around with this healing through experiences thing, you know, on Facebook a little bit. And that page kind of, you know, kind of died because I wasn't sure. I still wasn't sure how to figure out all of these things that I know how to do. I know how to help people. I know how to use essential oils and educate them. I know how to do all of these. How do I wrap this up in a bow? and present it as a gift to the world as I love to do. So here I am. Right. I'll I'll never forget when you told me about healing with experiences because this was a few years ago, and you told me that. I'll never forget. And uh, so you said something about a movement. And uh, let me see if I I want to have this question and this statement. So healing through experiences is taking a a crisis situation and something that is maybe devastating. I know that it sounds like that was devastating for you and finding the, uh, forgive me for this, for finding the uh, silver lining in the cloud, finding your bliss. Is that what you, you know yeah. what I mean? Is that what you did? Okay. Yeah. You yeah. Purpose, I had right? to find, a, I found, I found what I was supposed to do for that particular time. And so the first step was actually, I guess, putting a label on it. What was I doing? And up to me, um, I, I, and I guess healing. Okay. So here it is. Ha. Huh? I just got this. So healing through experiences for me is, I guess, a ministry and a movement for me because when I speak to people or when I'm trying to help people, I'm speaking from experience because I've healed from that part. Maybe not 100%, but I've gone through some stages to where I can say, okay, this is the result of me going through this in effort to heal, to move forward, you know what I mean, to um, love myself, find my worth, take care of myself better. So, we don't do that enough, or we don't pay attention to ourselves enough to know that we're worthy to be able to be healed. And that's an important part to me. You know, we've all gone through something or will go through something, but it's finding, realizing that in that, um, that low point, that's when you actually start to heal. If you allow yourself to, and that's another important part, if you allow yourself to heal, um, you can because there's a silver lining there. There's there's light there, even though you may not b- believe it. Believe it, because like we know, any okay. storm after the storm comes the sun, and it's the same thing, okay. you know, with our life. You know, you know um, 
my cousin sent me a pic, a meme the other day. And we've all seen this meme where there's a tree that has fallen, but it's still growing. It's like even though the right. tree has fallen, it still grows. So we have to feel like we're that tree, and when we fall down, we still have to get back up. We still have to sprout our leaves and our branches and, and reach out to our resources and nature and the earth and people who are there for our highest good and see how we can also serve. Because when we serve, we're also healing too. We're giving of ourselves for something else other than ourselves. Okay, I agree with you on that too as well. Um, and that sounds wonderful. But uh, what about people that are falling apart and they need more? Uh, you know, a run is great because I know I know you love your run. I think you're getting back into it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, and... I have to figure that out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So. But you went and ran and you, you released, okay? But how about people that are sitting there stewing and angry? What do you what do you tell them to do then, okay? With, you know, I tell like, them to, you know, it yeah, doesn't work, right? Yeah. They're going to say that. Right. So tell, it's, tell not, it's not, it's not, we can be angry and we can be upset and we can be frustrated and we can stew and stomp our feet. That's perfectly okay. It's a human emotion. That's what we're going through. But... You have to change your mindset to say, okay, I've cried enough. I'm mad. I've been mad enough. Let me do something different. So, and I like to always turn inward and say, we need to do some self-care now. We need to, I don't know, get yourself pampered or meditate or go take a walk um, sit in silence, if you will. Listen to some music. Dance around your house. As long as you're releasing, you continue to release while you're crying. You know what I mean? You can be upset and still release. After you're done with that, after you're done dancing, you know, uh, or walking, you're going to feel better because you're releasing these endorphins and your body is allowing itself to, you know, regenerate. Um so don't stick, don't 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 sit there and hold a bottle uh, of alcohol. Although I I am not saying give up alcohol. I'm saying do something that's good for you. One little Thanks thing. Thanks for that's, not from not from hurt or anger. I got you. So yeah, Tony you have to. He says he says start moving and that will make you feel better. That is so darn it does. true. It is the most okay. the most powerful thing. And even if you just take a walk, I don't care if it's a 10-minute walk, getting fresh air, going outside, I don't care where you are, go to a park, something, just get moving. Or even if you're in your home, you know, they have these apps now. A friend of mine sent me this app. It's a seven-minute workout app. Put on one of those. It's free. These are all free things that you can do just to get yourself moving because what it's going to do is your mind is going to be taken off what's bothering you, what's ailing you, what's stressing you out. It's going to release. And you, you will have no other reason but to say, oh, wow, okay, you're going to feel better. And if you don't feel better, yeah. do it again. <laughs> yeah. You know, you do it again. Do another seven minutes. I hear you. My friend, uh, Cammy, you know her very well. Her mom just uh, said something about endorphins the other day. She's 89. She goes, I believe I've got endorphins now. <laughs> yes, she does, as long as you're breathing. <laughs> yeah, she goes, she fell, she puts in the bathtub, 
and it wasn't hurting. She oh. Said, I think I got endorphins. It didn't hurt, and I got. <laughs> and she goes, Jamie, have you ever heard of those before? Because <laughs> yeah. she, she's moving more freely, and the endorphins kicked in, and he's like, uh, and we were just visiting with her tonight. She says she feels better, but she's moving more, and she's happy, right. and she's thriving, and she's around people, and that's what you're saying. Uh, get, yes. Get, occupy your, yes. Your, your breath. Okay. Yeah, and this is an 89-year-old woman. Yes. That's beautiful. You, that's, I, I, I wish her more wealth and health and love for real because we need that. And, you know, we put stock in the support, our support system around us. And if you don't have a support system around you, because a lot of people don't, and it's very unfortunate, find a support group because if they're out right. there. There's too many people in this world for you not to be able to connect to in a positive way that can shed some light, whether it's, you know, you, you're uh, – someone in your church, uh, at work, at your gym, somewhere, somehow, online, you there's some million Facebook groups or uh, Instagram groups or whatever it is. I don't know if Instagram has groups. I'm new to Instagram now. Um, but there's something out there that you can say it again. I said, that's neat. You're using Instagram. Good for you. I am. I'm finally using Instagram. After, and that was another step. That was another step because I was resisting Instagram. And because I was like, this is one more platform I have to use. Oh, my gosh. But I do understand the power of IG and or the gram, as I guess they say now. And um, I finally made my – I just said, let me just go ahead and do it. And I did it. And I'm figuring it out. I'm working out. And so you can also follow me um, or and send me a message at healing underscore through underscore experiences. Or um, So say hi. Um, I did. I will post this, this uh, uh, show on there as well with some other things as well. Um, so I'm going to have it encompassing everything that I want to share with people, being transparent because I need to, I'm working on being consistent. That was, that's always been a hot button for me of being consistent. And what I do know is, uh, see, that's another healing thing that I'm working with. Um, stop fighting it (laughs) and let it happen. (laughs) Work, you know, Tariq is always, yeah, you you help me. Yes, Nicole, you, you have problems with consistency. Yes, I know this. So I'm working on that, and that's a part of it. I appreciate that. So I want to share this with you. I'm on the phone. My sitting here with my girlfriend, and she's my sister from a different minister, and we're listening and talking on the show. She, her, it's her mother who I was talking about, but she said something to you tonight when we just called in to chat with you a minute. She said, you told me, what was the thing that she told you? I hope it's okay, Nicole, because I know we're co-hosting this show. Just figure out what you like to do and do it. Figure out what you like to do and do it. That's, that's what you told figure her. Figure out and exactly. You know what? She got out of a relationship that was horrible and horrific, some of the abuse that she suffered with it, and uh, a lot of the abuse, and, and she found her way out. And I know you really helped her talking to her. And uh, here, my house is all fixed up now. Her house inside and out is all fixed up. Because did you know the house? A house beautiful. A dream, yeah, a house represents yourself if you have a dream about a house. So anyway, she's working on it, yes. and uh, she just met somebody. So we'll see what happens with that. And um, very good. And, and I know. I I love that about her. 
And uh, so you live, you live your truth, right? Being transparent. What does transparent mean? Being transparent. People say, "Oh yeah, I'd like to do that." Well, try, try being transparent. Not hiding. Yeah, not okay. hiding. You know, uh, we all ha- we all wear a lot of masks, and because we want to portray to the world what we want them to see, not what actually is. So if you the same thing with a house, you know, the house with the red door. What's behind that? We don't know because. So we have to open it to allow people to be in there, allow us, ourselves to be vulnerable about our flaws or things that we're insecure about. Um, and so for me, to help people the way I've, I've been helping myself, the way you've helped me and other sources have helped me, I have to be transparent. I think that's another step in working through and seeing the light. Um, like I said, I you know, one of my biggest lessons is, you know, is being consistent and, fi- and finding out what happens when I'm consistent. And so doing things like this, you know, uh, with you, having people being able to believe in me and, and what I'm doing um, is important. You know, I, I, I my reputation is very important to me. So how do I show up every day? And so that to me right now with healing through experiences, that means, you know, transparency. That means, you know, brutal truth. And once we are really brutally honest with each other, then we can start some serious, serious hard work. You know, I think the second hardest job after being a parent is, you know, working on yourself or working with yourself, liking yourself, being by yourself, you know. I agree with you. Matt too as well. So um, let me ask you this: uh, you're you're saying that working on yourself, personal development, which is key, uh, key to being transparent, key key to finding your bliss, you know. And a lot of times we find that out of inspiration or desperation. Not many people are mm-hmm. inspired to go look. They only say, "Oh, this isn't working anymore, and I'm devastated." So what's out there for me? By the way, there's a there's a group called Emotion, EA Emotional Anonymous. Then it's helping people with their emotions. Um, uh-huh. I, I have, uh, and so that's one. That's a group there. I just found out about it not too long ago. Anyway, <clears throat> so you're either motivated by inspiration or desperation. So I know that things I've changed about myself have been because this is not working. I'm totally miserable. And, uh, you know, and it either hits you in your health or finances. Nothing like it, right? You're all, if your health right. is suffering or your finances are. Um, and that's, that's really what wakes people up. Do you agree or not? I agree a thousand percent. I, and and, that's, and the, the beauty of that is that we can change whatever we want. You know, um, no one is, you know, the, the architect of your life other than you. You know, so if you're not feeling better, do figure out what you're doing and stop doing it. Um, you're not happy doing something. You may have to stay in that for a little while until you figure something out. But you, you do, you can, you can change. You know what I mean? You can change because life is going to change regardless. And right. that's one thing I didn't really get until it happened to me. Um, the only thing that is constant is change. And so even though I received signs that I needed to move or find something else or go someplace else, I was complacent. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, one day it's like God is like, okay, this is this, I'm going to, this, I'm kicking you out. Here you go. Now what? And I was forced to think differently about how I, uh, 
uh, created an income. Um, I was, I'm, I'm no longer in a traditional, you know, nine to five. I have a, a nine to a nine to whatever, or a seven to this, or, you know, whatever, because I have a couple, like at least three sources of income working on the force. But I was totally forced to think differently in ways that I'd never thought I was able, was, was supposed to be or able to do. Oh, that's a, that's good. So what you got always, we associate a lot of fear with change, changing a job, changing a relationship, changing ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Because we're, um, great book on that would be Who Moved My Cheese. Quick, easy read, but it's like so true. Uh, who Moved My Cheese. But anyway, on that note, you're saying, um, so when something happens and you, the universe, the God of your understanding says, when they give you a little nudge, you know, I can't do it. I'm too afraid. And give another little nudge, yeah. and then you say, "I can't do it. I'm super afraid." And then you get a big old swift cut kick in the a booty, and you're like, "Hey, maybe you should do something here, right?" And uh, maybe that, yeah, because you have to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I remember I lost everything. I did lost everything, including my health, and um, that was a big wake up call for me. I was like, "There's got to be a better way than this." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, right. So you you feel that way too as well. Good for you. And, I did, uh, and I, you know, I, I don't lose sight of that uh, anymore. I would say I don't, I don't think I take it for granted like I did before because I, I understood the power of change and how that can really um, put a monkey wrench in certain things. But um, I, I tend to look on the bright side and tend to be a lot uh, more positive and optimistic about outlooks now. Um, I used to think in lack. I don't do it as much as I used to and it's the mindset you know and it's practice um it's understanding and believing and stepping into it so the fear will always get you but like I say you know fear is ego driven and you decide is your higher self going to win today or is your ego going to win today and I choose most days (laughs) <laughs> for my higher self to win because I know that's the, that's more truth than what my ego is trying to tell me. And case in point, um, you know, I'm I'm planning a wedding, which is crazy to me. I had the epiphany yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, WTF. It's like 240 days away. But it was my first time stepping out of planner mode and realized, oh, yeah, this is really happening. And it's like, okay, so how am I going to do this and how am I going to do this? And I have to stop myself and like, Nicole, throughout this whole process of your journey, everything that you've ever needed was available to you. Why would you start thinking anything different now? And I have to put myself in check. Yeah, that's good, Nicole. That's really, really, really good. So I like that. And uh, sometimes I think to get a full picture of anything, um, like you're saying, is coming from black. I want to ask, I want the full picture, I want to say something about that, but some people won't understand that. So what is coming from lack okay. mean to you? Uh, well, can coming you share from lack meaning, oh, yes, for sure. When you're thinking that you don't have enough, you're not good enough, you know, uh, anything less than is thinking and coming mm-hmm. from a place of lack. I don't have enough money. I'm broke. My motto is now, listen, you, no one is broke. If you have a job, you always have money. I don't care. It may be allocated for other things and not what you want it to be for, but you have money. You know what I mean? So it's that simple mindset, and and I have to tell people that a lot of times. Um, 
that let lack is debilitating and it doesn't make you feel good. So we don't want to do things, continue to do things that make ourselves feel bad. If it's making you feel bad and make you feel down in the dumps and making you feel less than and you're not good enough, you're not measuring up, change it. And it's a matter of changing that simple phrase and then saying it over and over again and recognizing situations to where you might feel you don't have something and turn it around because nine times out of ten, it's going to be there for you. In my opinion, you know, um, it will be. And and I can say that because it has been for me if, you know, I didn't have or maybe I've overspent and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then then a bill came up and I'm like, something unexpected. How am I going to pay for this? Or what am I going to what am I going to do? And then stopping yourself like whatever I need is going to be given to me. It's, It's coming for me. I'm, I'm going to be able to take care of this and saying that out loud and believing it. It's going to come. That's how you manifest what you want, little by little. You know, it's the little things you practice like that. You know, there's always a running joke, you know, you hear on interviews or television or, um, uh, it's a, you know, when you're going, you're driving someplace and say you're going to a restaurant, but you want a good parking space. And, oh, God, help me find a parking space. It you know, really close so I don't have to walk really far. That actually works. It actually works because I've done it several times. Not all the time, but it works. I know. So, I, I yeah, it works. You're right. Especially around this time of year, you know. So, you know especially cool. around this time of year, exactly, you know. I mean, but, you know, it's, a simple, it's a little simple things like that that help us get into a different pattern of what we were doing before. And that's healing in itself because, you start to see things slowly but surely and sometimes rapidly turn around for you depending on how, you know, how much power you put behind it. Yeah, no, I get you. That's great. Uh, so that's a great analogy there. Thank you. So uh, this is something I just got you saying, in my opinion, and then I got download just out. Not in her opinion. It's her experience. <laughs> I was like, it's yeah. my experience. I love it. Yeah, see? see that's, and that's another thing. Yeah, in my experience, not in my opinion, because the opinion is, you know, eh, okay, that's but my experience, which means this is a fact for me. Yeah. No. So, yes, thank you, you know, for the correction. Well, no, I just got the download. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell her. And, uh, you, you know, or an angel message, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, Another thing is, is I, I think this is something, instead of, I always choose, I am choosing to come from desire. And that works, right? And you catch yourself, you know, sometimes when you say, I'm choosing to come from this desire. Because, man, when you change that, that lack mentality mindset to, like you're talking about, to a mind a different mindset, that's huge. And I know this, oh gosh, Nicole, I know this so much. You cannot create abundance with the same mindset that created the lack. You just can't. you got to change your right. mindset. And you do you personal can't. development. Yeah. YouTube is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you cannot because they work different. against each other. Yeah. They cancel you know, each other out. It. So it doesn't even happen. Yeah, but you're sitting there still in the same place. <laughs> the personal development. You're still in the same place. Jim, Jim Rowan and, and then, those people on YouTube because they're free to listen to. So that's a good thing, right? Right. So it's a beautiful and, you know, thing, exactly. And uh, prayer, you do prayer and meditation. So when you pray, are you saying, "God, please give me this, this, this," or how how do you pray? All right, what do you do? No, so I I've changed the way I've prayed. I've changed the okay. way I've prayed, and so when I am praying, I'm th- I'm being I'm being very thankful 
for even if I don't have something, I'm being thankful for it. And I'm believing it now. I'm I'm, I'm thanking God, you know, uh, to be able to take care of whatever I need to take care of. I'm thanking God for my travel, my safe travels um, every day on the road. Uh, you know, it's crazy traffic here in Atlanta, and people are really crazy. So, you know, that's those things for me. I'm already putting it out there that I already know that I'm being protected, that I'm already being taken care of, and that I'm already manifesting nothing but greatness, nothing but positive things that are coming towards me. So, you know, while we might be in a crisis and I'm like, oh, God, okay, please, please, please take care of this, you know, or whatever, and you're trying to make a deal with them, um, (laughs) that doesn't always work. But if we're coming from a true intention and trusting, you know, you know, you're trusting that, it's going to be there however it shows up. And we can't be picky about when it does show up, if we're going to receive it or not, you know, and I I used to do that. So um, another transparency thing, you know, I'd be, you know, down on money uh, uh, before and it would come, my mom would pop up and say, Hey, you need money. And I'm like, no. And so I would, um, always say no because I'm like, you know, she's she's done enough for me and blah, blah, blah. And the, my, uh, an older cousin of mine saying, stop blocking the blessing that is coming to you, you know. No, However it's coming to you, you know, don't don't block the blessing. However, you, you asked for it. This is how it showed up. Even though the way you didn't like the way it showed up, it's here for you. It's answering for you. So receive it and that. be thankful. I love that. You're, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I know your mom's a sweetheart. So, um yeah, you just and you know one thing I I I recognize in myself. I go, I always pray. I go, I am so grateful, and I I pray like I already have it. I actually have a client. She said, Therese, I bought I bought my husband a wedding ring." I go, "That's great." She goes, "Yep," because I know I'm okay. going to I'm going to it to him. And she, I go, "Why don't you get a boyfriend first? Oh yeah, well, I'm coming. <laughs> Well, she's, she's, I hope that worked out for her. She's got a boyfriend now. She's funny. You've actually talked to her, I think. Uh, she's in New York, but she's, she's got a guy. And so, you know, they're talking about moving in and all the things that they do. So, um, yeah. So I think we're out of time, Nicole, but, um, uh, you know, I know you want give your, give your Instagram again. And I'm so glad you're on Instagram. <laughs> So fun. Me too, so, anyway. and we're connected now. Um, thank you. So uh, I hope this helped people. I hope it uh, gave you a little bit of aha moments. Um, please follow me at uh, on Instagram at healing underscore through underscore experience. Thank you so much, Tariq. Once again, this was always great. It's always great to talk with you. Um, hope to do it again okay. soon. Yeah, we uh, we'll see you not next week, but the week after. All right, everybody. The week after, yes. Night. Yeah, and don't forget to eat your vegetables and take a shower. Bye, everybody. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Bye.